This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. And that's why I'll never <laughs> do that in life. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, what is this, Thursday? Yes. You know, a, a wise philosopher once said that the years start coming and then they don't stop coming. And Who is that, Shrek? Yeah, or Jesus. But I think that um, it's so, it's so, um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Because it's like, I, I <laughs> we do, Mike and I record dynamic banter every Thursday morning. Um, we used to do it earlier in the week, I guess, but we started to see how close we could get to release. <laughs> and the answer is not Friday. <laughs> not Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think we, yeah, whatever. Anyway, but um, welcome to the show, Dynamic Banter. Mike and I are a couple of pals. We talk to each other. We make love to the microphones. We make weird sounds and we have a great time. Mike, how are you? I'm really good, man. I'm really, really good. I started a new phase in my life. Oh yeah. Phase two. And I started phase two <laughs> and I'm starting to give out the vaccines as I see fit. <laughs> no, I started the, uh, a friend of mine invited me to play golf the other day and oh. I was like, Hmm, golf. So you're outside and you're, you could be as far away from each other as you'd like and you yeah. can wear masks. Yeah. And you could still be outside and walking around and doing something else. And Having then I did that around you and, and it was great. Wow. And it was, and then I went back the next day and I went by myself and I didn't see another human really? being aside from what I said. Really? Yes. I went, I went to golf two days in a row <laughs> and it was the goddamn best. It's the best. And then I, I, uh, texted a friend from home who used to be a golf pro mm. and i was just like oh i get it now i get it and he was like that's why golf games were up like and it's just some astronomical yeah my uh, dad, percent uh my dad loves golf dude my dad is like a major golf dad he, yeah he, oh um, that's great dude's big time in oxnard there's a um there's like a naval base that has like a golf course in it and he'll like, what? yeah, he'll go over there and he, he, even during the pandemic. And he said that there's nobody there ever. Yeah. Like he says, he yeah. just gets to go shoot some holes or whatever the hell you call it. You shoot holes. <laughs> you shoot a hole. Dude, and, I'm going to go golfing with your dad. Dude, you I, honestly, <laughs> you should do it for Mike in the morning. Like I'll go <laughs> with you guys. I'll go with you guys yeah. and I'll, and I'll be there with you guys, but, I'll, but I'll be like your caddy. I'll be the caddy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so good. Million I would love news. to do that. Let's do it. My dad would love that. Um, yeah. my, my relationship with golf is, um, so in high school, you know how, when you, when you first go to high school, you like <laughs> have to pick kind of like your, 
the thing like your electives or whatever the fuck they are yeah and one of so i had to choose some sort of like physical activity right i remember thinking back in the day why the fuck are they doing this why are they doing <laughs> this to me why are they making me play a fucking sport or something and dude if you think that i'm like some nerdy movie snob now music movie sport i can only imagine just imagine high school hormone yeah. uh-oh mike's but oh. mike went by a... literally can you still hear me yeah oh my god I hear good you. god <laughs> good god i literally moved this shit point two there you go it dude the sh- fraction <laughs> of an inch i touched a wire <laughs> isn't it I'm funny there's so many things that like are connected via wire and if that thing doesn't have a good grip you're you're fucked like you can lose the charge it. you can disconnect things uh anyway um, i'm sorry, sorry about that mike in the future we'll have really strong electrical connections dude i'm There's making no a, i'm making a, an assumption here <laughs> but uh dude your your image right now looks like a, a fighter jet is targeting you <laughs> whoa whoa dude, this, is how, this is a little peek into my life we're at a seven one right now shooting at a 50 frames per second okay we're gonna double the what's frame what's your buddy? iso at dude iso you want to talk about isos we're rocking a 16 hundo plundo damn son that's nice that's bright boy open that iso oh, open that this is exposure aperture. compensation dude oh, this is exposure oh, compensation <laughs> um but, but you know how you had to like i felt it, i felt like it was so unfair to make me play some kind of sport but you know yeah. now i understand that it's like well, you're growing and you need to have physical activity. Yeah, you should <laughs> you move. Know? You should move. Yeah, you should totally move and make your heart beat a little faster. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just played video games and watched sketch comedy shows all day. So I didn't like And so I felt like it was unfair. So I went down the list of all the things that you could choose. And I was like, golf. Dude, <laughs> golf. Golf is the choice. Because, you know, standing. there's no running. There's no weights lifting or laps yeah. or anything like that. It's just standing and walking a lot and standing a lot, which I was really yeah. good at doing. Really good at standing. Really <laughs> good at walking. <laughs> so I'm going down the list. I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I told my parents that I wanted to, to, to do golf. And back, I think back then, I don't know if my dad was into golf back then, really. So my dad, my brother was doing soccer in school and he's, he's older than me and he was at a, um, a different school, but he was, uh, a soccer boy. And so I'm sure my dad was like, this motherfucker better do soccer or he's a lost cause. <laughs> and so I was like, right. I'm doing golf. And they were like, fuck. <laughs> all right, let's go. And so we went to like the played again, sports store. You uh-huh. ever been to played against? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where I've gotten everything. everything. I got a golf club from there. <laughs> A couple days ago. Perfect. Yeah. So play it again. Sports for those of you that don't know is basically like a thrift store for sports equipment and it's stuff that's yeah. like donated. And, um, so it's like super cheap stuff. And so we went mm-hmm. to play it against sports and we got me some golf clubs and I got like, uh, like a real shitty golf bag and shit. <laughs> and, uh, one so, wheel. And then I went and did my first day of golf and absolutely sucked and then I didn't make their like golf team. So I uh-huh. couldn't do so I had to like give it up and just do PE or some shit. 
the um, you're in the play for fun class. I was in the yeah. I think they realized they were like, this guy doesn't want to play golf. He's not good <laughs> at it. He's trying to get out of running and shit. <laughs> so so like yeah. that was my so those that whole like shitty thing of golf clubs and the cat and the like golf bag or whatever basically sat in the garage for like 10 years and then my brother took up golf in college or something just as like a leisurely activity i think and then my he brought my dad into it and then so they got a bunch of use out of my shitty clubs and then ended up getting like better shit but um but my dad fucking loves it dude i just don't see i don't like i you know what i mean it might not be for me but I haven't tried it since I was a high school boy. I have thought that it might not be for me my entire life. And uh, first of all, I, I want to, I'll come back around to this, but yeah. me and you in high school were so incredibly different, but I think we still <laughs> would have been friends. Yeah, yeah. But our lives were the yeah. complete opposite. I knew guys like you in high school. I knew guys like you in high school. Man. Like, <laughs> I ate guys like but- you in high school for breakfast. <laughs> But I was intimidated by guys like you in high school, um, mostly because, um, you know, strength and uh, and, you know, well, I mean, you were there's there's no way you were not stronger than me in high school, like high school us in a fight Uh like you win every time because you're like. You're playing slug bug with your friends and punching people and shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, ow, 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 before they even hit me. <laughs> you know? So I You can't like- hit me, I'm under the table. You can't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What's your under the table is like uh mm-hmm. what do they call it? Like uh like when you Base. play on yeah 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 it's like uh the free yeah. zone or whatever um uh-huh. but i i you know i mean i you've talked about your high school experiences and how mm. much of a travieso you were which in, in <laughs> spanish means kind of a troublemaker in some ways but uh-huh. i was a troublemaker in more of like a, a vocal way less so in like a physical way um but i was friends with guys like you for sure had mm-hmm. a lot of friends who were like big wrestling fans because the wrestling fans crossed <laughs> over with like the goths and the punk kids and stuff in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But also there's um there's more of a nuance. There's like the guys who all they did was sports. So all you do yeah. is like you're in the weight room all the time and you're <laughs> right. either in the weight room or at Subway or fucking chicks. And that's slapping it. Slapping butts but, and, and <laughs> slapping butts and kissing nuts. <laughs> And then there were like, I was kind of in the more nuanced group where I was, I was never like uh throw my weight around guy. I yeah. just love sports. Cause I always played sport. Like I grew up playing baseball and, and soccer. It's part of the culture. Yeah. So I just thought that's what you did. I would yeah. rather just like keep running around, I guess, but yeah. I was never like, let's go be strong over there in front of the nerds. <laughs> I was never like that. Well, I, I guess I, so I mean, there, like I said, there, there used to be this guy that would like randomly hit me in the nuts, like sometimes. And that guy was like a big guy that was like obsessed with wrestling and, (laughs) uh, and would wear all the like mankind shirts and shit and like (laughs) stuff like that. Also was in love with you and didn't know how to deal with that. 
<laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but that guy had friends that were like funny and like cool and like, like you, I feel like you would have yeah. been in high school because you were friends with the big guy that would hit people in the nuts. I'm sure. I was friends with everybody. Yeah. I was friends with everybody school. too. I was also yeah. friends with everybody, but I was very, which careful. was nice. Yeah. Going to everyone's house was nice. Yeah. Because everyone had different thing. Everyone had something new to bring to the, to the table. Dude, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but me and my, I had a friend named Jeff that I, that I met in like fourth grade or something. And we we're still friends to this day. We're not as close, but we still text each other from time to time, but we mm -hmm. were best friends all through like middle school and high school. And, um, <laughs> we never got invited to parties ever. <laughs> and one time, I don't remember how we got invited to a party because of my, Oh, cause of my friend, Bobby, my friend, Bobby was like us. He was a nerdy guy, but he was like a little more physical and, and could hang with the physical people, the sports people and stuff. And was like our connection to the cooler people like the mm. cooler people wanted nothing to do with me and Jeff because we were wearing trench coats and the cure t-shirts and shit. And this was before <laughs> Columbine, I think. Or just You're right. When you could. Yeah, they yeah, banned you, trench coats after that. Yes, they did. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, for good reason. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but we, we got invited to this party because of Bobby. And it, it was like it, it was exciting for me. I, I must have been like. How old are you when you're like a sophomore? Sophomore is probably like 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I was 15 or 16 14, and I got 15. invited to my first party, my first high school party. Cause uh -huh. that's somebody's house and their parents weren't there or whatever. And you know, if Jeff were here, he would, he would be able to photographically tell you every detail, but what he, cause he reminded me of this like months ago, but what happened was, was it was me, Jeff and Bobby, we get to this place and then like people are just hanging out. It's kind of like a typical fucking high school party. You've seen it in movies or you've been to one or whatever. They're very wow. much like that. And I think we were there for like 30 minutes. Okay. And then someone came over to us and said, Hey, we're going to end the party really soon because his parents are coming home or something. And we're like, oh. Hey, just so you two know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for <laughs> cool party, bro. Cool party. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we don't want to get anybody. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not going <laughs> to. No, I'm going to give you a high five. And so um, me and Jeff like go we go to bobby and we go hey man we're gonna be outside because we don't want to get caught or whatever and we're gonna go like, outside for the end yeah and he was like what are you talking about and we're like well the the one of the guy that guy just told us that the parents are coming home and they're gonna end the party soon and he was like no -uh, this shit's going till like midnight <laughs> and me and jeff like looked at each other and we were like yeah <laughs> So here's what happened. We leave. I call my brother on a payphone or someone's cell phone or whatever. Back then on a little Nokia phone where you could play Snake. Yeah. I call my brother and he goes, and I go, hey man, can you pick us up from this place? And he's like, didn't I, didn't I just drop you off or something? Yeah. And we were, I was like, yeah. And he was like, I think he understood 
like and then he came to pick us up and then he drove us to like 7-Eleven. We got like a bunch of snacks. We Time. went to we went he brought us into his room and we watched like you know, like uh, old Saturday Night Live episodes or something. We just ate snacks and we laughed and we had such a good time. And we we were like, fuck those guys. You know, we didn't need those guys. But my brother fucking, he just like knew what was up. And, uh-huh. and instead of being like, well, you know, you guys are unpopular. Fuck you. You know, you fucking nerds. He like treated us like, I mean, it was just the sweetest fucking thing my brother That's did. That's the best. For How much older than he is? Three years. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's perfect to have yeah. somebody like that. I mean, dude, he it was like Jeff Jeff reminded me that he was like I didn't appreciate it at the time, but thinking back on it, your brother totally kept us from like being sad and like doing yeah. oh, something yeah. stupid maybe or like, you know, being sad all night. Um, yeah, he really saved us. But man, that that was that was my one and only high school party experience. You didn't miss much. I promise <laughs> you, man. People, I'm very wary of the people, even college, who are like, that was the fucking best. That was high school <laughs> and college were the best fucking yeah. years. Getting drunk. Very wary of those people. <laughs> yeah, you're right, I can't, dude. There's so many people who, man. So, so so I think about the people I, I, I partied with in high school and, uh, it was never like the most popular, you know, and we yeah. weren't at home by ourselves. We were just like buddies drinking beer and like trying weed and stuff like yeah. and making out. Yeah. That's what, once we all learned that we could make out with girls, we didn't really like go to parties for very long. We were just right. going like, I'm gonna go make out with that girl instead of standing yeah. around all these fucking idiots. Yeah. And then you know what ruined it was music. Right. Because then I started playing music and then I started going to no parties because right. I was like, I can go to a show instead of going to a party. And you right. kind of get the same things out of that. Right. And same then vibe. you start being friends with other musicians, and then it's, it's over. It's a wrap after that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because like, <laughs> I, I certainly had like at some point in high school, maybe junior, is when I started to like. It's when girls started to be like, oh, this guy's kind of cute, you know. So I, so I got to like, I got little tastes of like kind of like uh instead of going to the party i got to hang out with this girl and that was cool type shit yeah but i had girls over at my house like all the time and we would we would watch movies and shit and my mom would be like never close the door like don't close the door and shit you know that whole thing (laughs) if you close the door you get pregnant yeah exactly (laughs) the second that door closes that girl will be pregnant (laughs) but i remember (laughs) like i i never thought for one second that these girls that came to my house were at all interested in me in any other way other than just like coming over to this house to watch a movie or something. Yeah. And uh-huh. so and and so I didn't discover that like you could just make out with anybody you fucking wanted to pretty much. Yeah. Until like June late junior year of high school, senior year of high school. Then I yeah. was like, oh shit. You can just kiss people like people just want to kiss. And even that <laughs> is different. I'm going to tell you a true story that I think about all the time. Okay. 
there was this one girl who I used to drive around and make out with whenever we were bored, pretty much. Yeah. You know? And I remember every single time we would just drive around and it would start with like, we're driving around. Look at all the things we could see while we drive around. There's a mailbox. You want to make out? Right? Yeah. At yeah. some point. Of course. At some point in every drive, I would be like, hey, do you want to go make out? Yeah. And I remember her after like years of this, she would be like, you know, you don't have to like ask me to do that. You're just supposed to do it. Yeah. And I think about that all the time, dude. I think about that all the time. I'm, why do you think about that all the time? Because no, I, I felt like such a weirdo. I felt like she made me feel like such a weirdo for for asking. But like, <laughs> you know, was she your girlfriend or was she just someone that no, you no, hung no. out with? She, we were just buddies and we See, hooked up. So when we got I get work. that, dude. I get that. I get your your like asking because it's like it. Even now, as an adult, it's hard to know if you're like seeing someone versus dating someone. Versus, dude, as an adult, you know? adult, no, it's not. But as the in between stage. Yes. But I think the yeah. older you get when you're single, the older you get and the more of your like subconscious checklist of what you want in a person is like checked off. Yeah. Then you're like, there's no games. We are this now. Just so you know, know I'm not wasting kinda, any of my time. I don't know if I fully agree because, you know, I'm not like a lady killer by any definition, but I've had my fair share of girlfriends and relationships and such in my adult life and in between my relationships when I was just like a single guy kind of like fooling around or whatever, what I've found is, is that there are, there are certainly some people who you, you like see for the third or fourth time. And every time something kind of more happens and then you go like, well, so what are we like? What, what are we? What is this? And then uh -huh. sometimes the answer to that is, I don't know. You want to make out? And it's like, yeah, I, I, well, yeah, but I also want to know what we are and what is this? And then they'll just be like, oh, this isn't cool anymore. And then take off. And it's huh. like, OK, well, that person is was not clear with their intentions. And yes. they also if they like if they just want to mess around or whatever and aren't looking for anything else, that's super cool. Totally fine. But like, you kind of have to communicate that with, oh, the with someone. And it's not like it, for me, it was like a devastating thing, but it's like. Oh, well, that person's just unclear with their intentions and probably that will not work for me ever. Anyway, right. Right. And yeah. Yeah. That kind of attitude comes with all sorts of stupid shit. Yeah. And like ghosty shit. And I don't, I don't got no, ain't nobody got time for that. Dude. So there, I, I mean, where, where we start, you know, but there were <laughs> times in my life where um, you know, you get into that situation with yeah. several, you know, it's yeah. like, sometimes you're on the receiving end of like, what are we? And then sometimes right. maybe you don't want to be with right. someone and they want something more. <laughs> right. I remember the year I learned to get that conversation out of the way. Yeah. First or second date, everything that happened afterwards was like, my life was so much better. Cause I was right. never worried. As soon as I learned that I could hurt someone <laughs> being like, I don't want to make out with you anymore. Oh, I can't believe 
like you thought we were like going to get married someday. And yeah. I'm over here thinking like, we're just making out or vice versa. If I right. had that with somebody else. Well, cause and the yeah, second you have that conversation, like, okay, we're going out right for the first time. I met you at the mall food court or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and where <laughs> the hot dog on a stick, you gave Denny's. me a look and then I gave you a look back. <laughs> right. You were my waitress at Danny's. Right. Right. As soon as we're like, we're going out on a date and we were out on the first date and you're like, so what are you even looking for? What was your last relationship? Like, what are you looking for now? Yeah, That yeah. makes everything forward much better for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like in, in the, in the situation with the girl that you were like, you would go make out with. And then she was like, eventually like, you don't have to ask me to make out. We can just mm -hmm. make out like that girl could have been like, you know, um, could have established that right like she could have established that at some point before like the the before you having to ask or something or like after the third time you ask or something you know what yeah. i mean like i think it's it's like because now now it's all about like um uh being absolutely clear that this is what, oh yeah what what both people want and getting permission and making mm -hmm. like and I'm, I'm not saying that in like a like a bad way i'm saying it's very good but um but it's it's interesting to have been told when you were younger especially for us in our generation there was so much like toxic masculinity and like so, so many like weird things that it was like you didn't have to ask ever and it uh -huh. was, and it just, it was fine. But like but, nowadays it's like some people want you to ask. Yeah. And no one, the thing that's crazy about like hooking up and relationships and young love and all of it is that nobody tells you anything no. about it. No. You go to high school and they're like, physically <laughs> you put that in there and you pee and then you have a child or whatever. <laughs> But like emotionally, no one guides you through. And all you have is like songs and art written by people who are your age or a little bit older who are right, like right, making right. it this grandiose thing because they're a musician because they want to get laid. And then you're listening right. to that and you're like, okay, I'll somehow apply that. <laughs> so well, meeting yeah, this girl yeah. at the mall, I guess. Right. And like no one no one no no one talks about the intricacies of like you know dude when i got into my early 20s there were times when like i thought i wanted a girlfriend or i thought i wanted to just hook up and you need to let that person know immediately or else you're both going to have a bad time yeah you know so it's like a pendulum everyone in the world is like a little pendulum yeah and if you're going to find someone that you're going to like date forever or you're going to hook up with and have like a nice situation, <laughs> your pendulums have to be going like this. <laughs> right. If you're like this, it's not right. going to work out right. ever. Right. I, dude, I, while you were saying that I was thinking about, um, you know, especially with like pop culture and stuff when we were kids, kind of nobody teaching us, nobody telling us, but pop culture kind of teaching us in some ways. And I remember watching things like married with children. Did you ever watch that when you were a kid? Oh yeah, all the time pretending to laugh at yeah, the adult parts. I didn't really get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, dude, the one thing I never understood about Married with Children was. Well, Can I guess? I, I finally, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Is it that Al never wanted to have yes! sex with Peggy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> yes. 
Yes. Yes. But I get now that it's like a joke about marriage. It doesn't matter who yeah. you marry. Eventually, you never want to have sex with them ever again. And it's a chore. <laughs> Um, and that, and that was another terrible lesson to be taught by television, but even worse about married with children was Alf fucking Bundy worked at a shoe store and, mm -hmm. and every fucking time you went to the shoe store in the show, two things would happen. One, a large woman would come in this shop and he would treat her like shit. And that woman would be a terrible devil person written by Always. some guy that was like, yeah, angry. like a sandwich hanging out of her mouth <laughs> yeah, and like total bitch and like real awful character. And then yeah. after that, a fucking super smoking hot young blonde woman would come in the store and like then 30 suddenly... years younger than Al. <laughs> disgusting and he'd be like whoa hey ooh, i dropped my pen and he'd look at her vagina <laughs> yeah. and shit and it's like is this what is this what we do is this what men are supposed to do are we supposed to like be disgusted by a by a woman if she isn't some like you know six foot something blonde and yeah it, and i remember and yeah you yeah. know what's funny is like you never i'm sure writing that show you're trying to make other adults laugh yeah like after the work day or whatever like <laughs> yeah. married couples who like you know because peggy got her fucking jabs in too oh, every yeah. episode yeah so you're totally. supposed to be like we're sitting down it's after dinner seven o'clock on a wednesday or whatever yeah we're all watching married with children we're having fun <laughs> but that you don't expect the kids to be with the family and be watching that and be like <laughs> i don't know how to treat a woman right i right. don't know well i mean i'm sure even adults probably watched that show and didn't realize that a lot of it was satire and a lot of it was like making fun of overly masculine men and mm. like domesticated housewives, yeah. you know, and it was yeah. worshipped his days in high school as a yes, high school football yes, player. <laughs> And it really was like, you know, and it's not the first show to ever do that. Like Archie Bunker. What was that show called? All in the Family or something like that. Like that that show was very married with children because Archie was just this crotchety uh, white dude who just like mm -hmm. was was sexist and bigoted and all that shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and then but but they they usually have characters that ground the show. Right. That like. Because the thing with like shows like Breaking Bad, where like you have the anti-hero as the star of the show, you, you're supposed to you're supposed to look at that like, oh, well, Walter White is a big piece of shit. Like he's not he's like a big piece of shit, but he does all these badass things. And so you're like, whoa, that's really cool. And you the well, whole, but he's doing it for the good, the greater good or whatever. Right, right. But and and certainly there's that gray area. Um, but you know, later on, it's like, he just falls so deeply into his like obsession and selfish needs that it doesn't, it's not about that anymore. Right. And, then, uh -huh. and by that point, you're supposed to be like, oh, well, this guy needs to be stopped. And then the moral compass becomes Jesse, which is Walter White's, um, student who is, his like this, you know, Aaron Paul, you know, if you've seen the show, you know, but Jesse ends up being kind of like the good guy of the show. Um, mm -hmm. and, and then you know who to root for, but with like, and, and they really made Jesse like a morally sound kind of like good decision making. I mean, even though he was like a drug addicted gangbanger kind of kid, you see him grow into someone who is a, a, a better role model than Walter White, you know? And that's mm -hmm. the important thing is that you have the balance of like, well, here's a big piece of shit that we, that we tricked you into feeling like would be 
the the protagonist of the show but in reality he's the antagonist and then his his like friend ends up being the the protagonist and it's all very nuanced and amazing that's why it's so great but in married with children it's like if you really look at it you're like okay so al's a piece of shit and it's very obvious he's a piece of shit yeah so where's the moral compass in the show well it came from the neighbors who were like cartoonishly like uh live laugh love like cringy like mate like they basically were made fun of for being like good people <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think that when you, when you make a show where you're where the main the main kind of like thing of the show is make fun of people who are good and make them feel like shit and glorify like bigoted uh you know sexual deviant assholes and you uh, never have they never have their comeuppance or anything and they just yeah. kind of keep winning then it's kind of like oh well this show is no good <laughs> this isn't yeah. good dude that was the entire 90s yes yes that was like everything in the 90s totally. and that, i listen to all these wrestling podcasts all the time and they they always talk about how like what they were allowed to do on tv especially like you know 95 96 97 right it's all like anti-hero, like Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin kicking his um, boss in the balls and drinking <laughs> beer and flipping everybody off. But there was a moral compass there, right? Like there were there were still people that were like Bret Hart. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Bret Hart was always a good guy, and everywhere except for the U.S. because he used to say that the U.S. was a terrible place for allowing all of these things to happen. <laughs> but he was like the moral. Yeah, and they turned him into like a whiny crybaby bitch because he just wanted everything to be fair. I guess what I learned from things like that and Married with Children and like like most John Hughes movies and things like that was the the like super good looking jock kind of bully guy got like the hot girls. And this was yeah. like a, a kid's perspective, okay? Because like, you know, this this is obviously um you know it's not it's not cool now but when i was a kid what i everyone's really, into ugly girls now <laughs> right 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 exactly and ugly guys too like the nerd like nerds i remember thinking like man nerds are just sweet people that just want to like be loved and they don't want to like just like um abuse women and and uh just have sex and not listen and not be a a good companion or something mm -hmm. but what i ended up learning was was like well, there's certainly nerds that do that, like like more almost as much as in the kind of other side of the coin. But what I learned was if you were a good if you were a good person and and but you weren't like a chiseled, like, you know, athletic captain of the football team, but you were a good person and you treated people with respect, then at the end of the day, you would be more desirable than the like evil mean jock guy. And that's like the yeah. whole, that was like my whole like persona as a high school kid. So like I was yeah. never about, I was never about looking to have sex until I was like a senior in high school. Then I was like, uh -huh. who could I have sex with? But up until that point, I was just like, I just want to like talk and hug <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. but it but it was a distorted view of the world and and the pop culture. I mean, distorted in some ways, because 
those movies still objectified women as like possessions to be earned and and uh, to win, you know, in a lot of ways. And then mm-hmm. the women had no say in it. And it came down to whether they wanted it or not. If you were a good person, you deserved the girl. And uh-huh. that's like all the fucking 90s and 80s shit. And it's so broken and wrong. And now it's like. Now, when you're an adult, you're like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're the chiseled jock or the ner- sweet nerd. If you're a good person, then, like, you deserve to find love and be loved and find someone who will appreciate you for that. Um, yeah. Dude, you, you know, know what's really interesting is I was on uh, – ignore the first part of the sentence, but I was on TikTok the other day, and I saw a TikTok <laughs> that was um, a dude showing his, like, dating profile. Yeah. And he goes, tell me why I got more, uh, I get more swipes looking like this. And it's him there with like a, and he just looks like a normal built guy. You know, he has like a very little bit of muscle definition, but like, it's just the guy in a tank top. Standard Not in particular, like not particularly well built or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, tell me why I get more swipes looking like this than like this. And the other picture is like, he was a little bit younger and like jacked and like making a muscle in the picture <laughs> and like all this shit. And then somebody duetted it. And, uh, she was, she had, she's a college student. I think and she majors in, uh, or she has her degree or something in like gender studies or some shit. Yeah. And it was all about how the picture with the guy looking jacked is him conforming to like the, the male idea of what a male has to be right rather than like the you know if you put a picture on a profile it's for like the female gaze or whatever right right it's like the illusion of the female or some shit yeah right so he's like doing what males find very attractive like the idea of power like the physical and visual idea of power yeah wanting to attract a female who doesn't necessarily give a shit about right right and then he posts a picture of him like looking normal and happy with his trustworthy eyes or whatever. (laughs) And they're like, Oh, I feel like that guy will kill me less than (laughs) something else. But also And you don't know any of this because like especially like me as a I always had pretty good older friends and my parents were always great and never taught me any like of my bad habits ever. Right. Uh but I didn't have a brother or sister that was in my age range to like, tell me anything about the experience that I'm having. Yeah. Like now. Right. Right. And, uh, that was awesome that, right. that your brother, uh, Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, he, he saved me. He saved me a lot doing stuff like that. And he, even though he would get really annoyed when I would like hang out with him and his friends. Cause I was like uh-huh. the annoying little brother, but I just wanted to like hang out with my brother and like, you know, and, and his friends were cool. Um, uh, but you know, it wasn't always like good times cause you'd fight with your brother and shit, but, but certainly he was there for me in those times. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It's interesting yeah. how like, A lot of people grow up with like fucked up worldviews. Yeah. And they grow into fucked up adults. Right. And, and on the internet, it's very like, uh, there's no nuance. No. There's either like, you're a bad person and you're, you're a great person. Yeah. You know, but everyone's capable of, of everything. Yeah. And I think that 
um, it would be dismissive to not think about how people grew up and yeah. like how no one's ever going to be, we're not all going to be on the same page at the same time. No. And I think that, uh, a lot of good will come, um, from like really keeping in mind what we like show kids and what yeah. we teach kids Yeah, because like straight up, you know, you learn a lot of your bad habits by just straight up, not knowing the, what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, and people praise you as an adult, like, Oh, what a grown up thing to do. Right. And you're so impressionable at all of these different form formative, formulative, formative, formative years. Formative. That's the one. Sorry. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> Speaking of, <coughs> hang on, Mike. Freaking I just want to do a quick ad for this myth, this next myth ad. Thank I want to thank Cliffside for sending me this Merlot from 2016. Steve, now it looks like the cap is on that and the cork is in it. I just drank three of them. This one hasn't been opened yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I found out last night Alana's not going to come home until June. So I drank about four of these. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I fashioned a straw out of several straws. And I'm able to drink with a straw. I've, uh, I filled my bathtub with Cliffside Merlot and I drank it under my body. I drank <laughs> the, I drank the water. You ever drank all the water out of your bathtub? My water was wine. <laughs> Jesus tub. No fuck, Dude, I'm gonna I fucking a, throw up. I had an actor once tell me that the best thing about a drunk accent, like the best drunk accents. Mm are you trying to prove to someone that you're not drunk? Yeah, And yeah, the yeah. worst drunk impressions are trying to improve that you, but, try to prove that you are drunk. Hold on. <laughs> That's it, dude. Um, <laughs> so, to, um, like, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I just need to get, get one more drink and then I'll be fine. Steve, did I let you borrow um, this pen? Was this the pen you wanted to borrow from me? I mean, let me Can throw up it? really quick and then I'll ask you about it. <laughs> what does that do call about? Um, all right, let's do some ads and then... Uh... We got some ads. You guys like ads? <laughs> I like the ads because they they keep us afloat and they keep us in <laughs> they our do. apartments and they yeah. they keep our families happy. The ads and, uh, help me gladly break uh, break out a bit of time in in the week to do a show with my friend, and that's why my my this is the wrong one. Is this the pen? <laughs> That's it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Mike. I love this song, by the way. Mike, um... <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton is in this movie with my mom. It's called <laughs> Let Me Go. All right. Let's get some ads, dude. Let's let's have a let's take a trip down the ad road. 
Bad Venu. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. Guys, nice. let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about stamps. No, no, I'm not talking about the thing you lick and put on a letter. I'm talking about stamps.com. Alright? <laughs> Some nice jams. <laughs> These are nice today. I'm feeling it, dude. Ooh, that's nice. Um let me tell you a little something about stamps.com, guys. Let's face it about the world. Taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time, especially when you got stuff to do. If you're busy, the last thing you want to do is wait in lines at the dang post office. And stamps.com helps you mail and ship anytime, anywhere, from right from your computer. I'm talking sending letters, shipping packages, and you pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Guys, come on. It's a no-brainer. Are you ever thinking to yourself, like, I just want to just, I just want to send this package, and ugh, now I gotta put on pants get my keys, get into my car and drive and then wait in line around a bunch of people. You're wearing your mask, whatever it is. Forget it. Stamps.com is here to help you send whatever you want from your home. That's it. Simple. It brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer, right to your home, anywhere you are. You bring your computer to the coffee shop, there you go. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple, guys. Okay? And Stamps.com gives you discounts up to 40% off postage rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Don't get me started. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, guys. Saving you time, money, everything else in between. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use Stamps.com. So why don't you stop wasting your dang time at the post office, driving around, and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code BANTER, you'll get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. You just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BANTER. That's stamps.com, promo code BANTER. Hey, stamps.com. 
never go to the post office again. I've got a cramp in my leg. I got a cramp in my leg. I'm kicking it out into the sky. Kicking into the sky. I'm gonna get that cramp. Get it out of my guy. I'm gonna get it on the ground. Gotta dance on it. Gotta eat it. Gotta sleep with it. Gotta marry it. Gotta eat it. Gotta sleep with it. Gotta marry it. Hey guys, let's talk a little bit about Crossrope. Ooh, guys, I'll tell you, working out, it's crummy sometimes, but man, does your body love it? And your body will thank you so hard if you give it all the things it needs, like good food and some nice exercises. Guys, it's the perfect time to jumpstart your new year fitness goals. You know you promised yourself that you were going to do a little better this year. New year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it. This is the time now. Okay, last year, you could call me a couch because I was, I became a couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, because he's on one. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Thank you, Mike. Cross rope saved my dang life because it's literally jump rope that feels like future jump rope. It came from the future. Someone traveled into the future, open up a portal in my room, and I said, hey, what are you doing here? And he said, shut your mouth, and gave me jump cross ropes, and I'll tell you what. I got my life, in the mail. My life changed, dude. You got yours in the mail? That's weird. <laughs> um, shit, I guess I'll email them. Uh, listen, guys, <laughs> with, limited fish, with limited fitness options right now, cross rope offers a fun workout you can do at home. And just 30 minutes with Crossrope's patented weighted jump rope system gets you an intense cardio workout with the added benefits of full body resistance training. Look, it's important to combine exercises in your daily life because just walking or just lifting weights or just doing one thing is never going to be enough especially if you're looking to regulate your body weight, get a little healthier, maybe build some muscle mass, whatever you're trying to do. But jumping rope with cross rope is a full body workout, guys. It's a combination of so many things in one and you could do it anywhere. And I'll tell you guys, with a patented weighted jump rope system, which is super futuristic, as I said before, Crossrope combines a calorie-burning cardio workout with full body resistance for a full and complete workout in just 30 minutes, guys. I've talked about how William Haynes absolutely loved it. Good friend. He still uses it. He's supposed to send me a video of him using it in part in partial clothing. Um, One shirtless Will doing it. Yeah. Will's getting ripped and it's scaring me. I might not have him in my home again. Well, I mean, it looks beautiful. He needs to get those Hollywood roles. And I'll tell you, Steve, I'm trying to shed some pounds as well. And I'll hook up a cross rope and I'll go out to where we have plenty of space over there on the sidewalk early in the morning before anyone goes to work or is out on the street to laugh at me or the ways I tie my feet up in the cross rope. And then uh, I kind of zone out and I get a couple minutes of a real good workout in. And then I go back inside before anyone can see me again. I'm like, I'm like Darkwing Duck. I'll tell you, Mike, one time I was using cross rope 
and I was getting a good workout and someone saw me. I was I was outside and someone uh-huh. saw me and said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Excuse me, I'm using cross rope." And um and he said, "Sir, this closed 2 hours ago. You need to mm. leave." Yes. And I said, "Go to crossrope.com/banter and you'll get $50 off a get fit bundle." And I did get arrested, but I told everybody I knew there because um, I'd seen them a few weeks before when I did it when I did it the first time. I don't like when there's a lot of people around, so and I don't need to explain myself. And in fact, I legally can't. So um, at least not yet. But I will say you can track your workouts with the free Crossrope app as well. And there's a 60 day risk free money back guarantee. So don't be a dummy. Save $50 off on Crossrope's most popular jump rope fitness bundle at crossrope.com slash banter. That's $50 off a get fit bundle at crossrope.com slash banter. Check it out. Get some healthy times in your life. <laughs> Dude, if you start your day by working out the whole rest of the day, even if it's just a wee bit, 15 minutes, whole rest of the day is, is improved by that. Dude, it's it's not a lie. That is not a lie. It's it's really it really jump starts your day. Pun intended. <laughs> good. Very good. All right. Thank you to Crossroad. Hey guys, HelloFresh is a wonderful service. Man, we have friends who like they rely on HelloFresh to be their yes. meal delivery service. <laughs> Getting a little choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> well, what is HelloFresh, you're asking? Well, um, Hello with HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients, and mouth-watering we have ma- and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy and fun and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit, guys. And I'll tell you, HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. You like that? I like that. HelloFresh offers 23-plus recipes each week featuring a range of flavors, cuisine, and ingredients so you'll never get bored. And I'll tell you guys, HelloFresh offers flexibility to customize your orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences. You can skip a week whenever you want. Whatever, dude. I'll tell you, I, I am not much of a chef, okay? Believe it or not. But HelloFresh helps me make delicious meals at home. Makes me feel like I am a big time New York chef. I suppose that that is the best part, Steve, because maybe you don't feel like a chef. But then when the meal is done and it's hot and it's in front of you and you're eating it. Yeah. You're like, who's that? Who'd this come from? I'll tell you what I had for dinner the other night, Mike. I had a saltine cracker with mustard on it. And I sprinkled cinnamon on it. And that was my dinner. <laughs> you made that yourself. And I made that myself. And I felt like a terrible, I felt like a peasant. <laughs> and so HelloFresh changed my life, Mike. I'm making like delicious meals at home. 
And what a jump. It's such a jump, dude. And now, yeah. I mean, I'll still eat the crackers with mustard and cinnamon on it because it's sure. a nice snack. But HelloFresh is is what you need for a good meal. Fresh <clears throat> ingredients, vegetables, meats, whatever, guys. It's delicious Potatoes, stuff. Potatoes, couscous. Yes, exactly. Really fancy stuff. Nick, my, our buddy Nick, he'll like tell us what he had for dinner or what he's going to have, and it's always some kind of delicious HelloFresh meal, and I get jealous. I'm like, dude, I'm sick of eating these saltine crackers. I want a delicious meal. And if you want a delicious meal like Mike and I and Nick and so many other people in the world you can go to hellofresh.com slash 10 banter and you can use that code 10 banter and i'll tell you why that 10's there because you get is that 10 t-e-n or no, is no, that that's the number the 10. number one zero number 10. numerals that's good thank you for clarifying that mike the number 10 and banter all one little word there and that and the reason why it's called 10 banter the code is because you get 10 free meals including free shipping wow 10 free meals. That's over a week of eating real nice on somebody else. <laughs> uh, see another one of our sponsors. Um, so go to hellofresh.com slash 10 banter. Use the code 10 banter for 10 free meals, including free shipping. And I'll tell you guys, it's America's number one meal kit. I don't take that lightly. So check it out. Let us know what meal you got in the history roads. I'm very excited to know. That would be nice. Please start all of your history roads out by telling us. Start every single one. For yourself. First, tell us that we can't use your real name. And then <laughs> tell us what you had. <laughs> HelloFresh. <laughs> all right, guys. Last but certainly not least, we've got a brand new uh, sponsor of the show. Ooh, I love it when we get new sponsors, Mike. Oh, do I love it. And this is something that I really, really like. And I'll tell you, man, there's nothing better than being bilingual, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having multiple languages under your belt is so, yes. it makes you sophisticated. It makes you caring, wonderful, makes you lovely. Yes. And in case you Steve, don't, what's that, Mike? And I'll let you know when that happens for me. Because I'm me, singularly lingual at the moment. Yeah. But I think after help from our new sponsors, I will be bilingual. Yeah. And we'll be able to record two different versions of the show that we put out every week. Biling <laughs> was in Lost, the TV show Lost. <laughs> um, hey, guys, here's some, though. In case you don't speak Espanol, <laughs> that means Spanish. <laughs> Mike's learning it from Babel. And I swear I'm going to. Because, man, I've been really, I'm, I'm, I am a second generation Mexican-American. My parents are both from Mexico. They immigrated here to the U.S. so they can have a good family life and live in the, in the U.S. and enjoy the, the benefits of, the, of a free nation. And uh, they gave me a good life. And, but I'll tell you what, something internally blocked learning Spanish in my brain because, you know, it was just some kind of psychological thing maybe. Who knows? All I know is, is that I missed out on a lot of really cool stories from my grandparents and uncles and aunts that spoke Spanish only. And I'm kind of bummed out about that. But it's never too late to learn a, a, a new language. You're right, Steve. And Babbel 
is the name of this awesome service. B-A-B-B-E-L. It's the number one selling language learning app. Think about that. I'm thinking about it right now. Now, if you're like Mike and myself, maybe one of your goals for the new year was to learn a new language. There's a lot of goals on your goal list, and it's okay to have a bunch of goals. One of them might be to learn a new language, and Babbel makes the whole process addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Mike, what language are you learning to choose? <laughs> I'm learning Spanish, Steve. And uh, it's, you know, it's a cool process. You sign up, Great Wall, uh, you sign up and you give them your information and then they ask you obviously what language you want to learn and they give you a little quiz and they're like why do you need this do you need it for your job do you need it for to communicate with family or friends and you pick that so i'm guessing they tailor your experience through all of this stuff and i learned i want to do it with friends i want to spend about five minutes a day and so they they tailor the lesson to how you need to use it in your regular life <clears throat> And at the end of the day, you're going to, I'm going to know another language, Steve. And, and I'll when I go golfing with your dad. <laughs> You'll be able to have secret conversations with my dad that I won't understand. <laughs> yes, which is my main reason for doing it in the first place. My dream has always been to be able to switch whenever I get upset to switch to Spanish. Yeah. Like Ricky Ricardo, because I always thought that was so funny and good. To, especially when you're speaking to people who don't understand the language. Yeah. Like doing all that thing and they're like, whoa, what the what are you saying? Right. And here's the deal. Babbel's got these 15-minute lessons that make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, boring. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind and things that you'll use in everyday life. And here's the deal. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons, lesson plans, but Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Ooh, I love it when experts are in charge of stuff. Seems like a lot of experts. Love experts. And their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective, guys. So if you're trying to learn some kind of new language, Babbel is the way to go. And plus, there's speech recognition technology, with, which helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Ooh, mucho gusto, por favor. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of three. You just go to Babbel.com, use the promo code BANTER. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code BANTER. You get an extra three months free, and that's sweet. And get bi get your bilingual on, guys. Babbel. Language for life. Thank you, Babbel. <laughs> That was a great job, Steve. The whole way through. Thank you, my friend. Terrific job. Thank you. A couple edits in there, but for the 99% really good. Remember <laughs> when we notes. got in trouble for doing too many fart sounds in the food? Read. We get in trouble for something new with the ads. <laughs> like every, every little peek behind the curtain. Every week we get, there's a new problem Dude, that we that's commit. That's why I love our theme song so much. I was thinking about it the other day. And that guy that made it, whose name I'll never remember, <laughs> for 
unfortunately. I'm such a shit. I'm sorry, sir, whoever you are. Please send us some kind of new history road. Tell us what you're up to. We want to showcase you because the theme Make song. Sure it's not too long. <laughs> yeah. No, no, please. No, 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 not too long. <laughs> no more. No more mail. No peace and love. <laughs> peace no and love. More. <laughs> so um, in the theme song, one of the lines is, is honking horns. Ringing bells. And making good. And making good. <laughs> I wonder, I wish we had a, a like a running tally at the of, bottom of the screen of exactly how much money we've lost with by trying goods. to make ads, how much we've hurt our collective families. I want to know how, <laughs> I want to know it, like if we're the worst in the headgum roster. As the losingest podcast, go. the most make goods. I would love to know. If we had the most make goods in headgum <laughs> podcast history, there's got to be like a, a, a steamy award or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll win something. God damn it. Mike, speaking of Babel, um, do you know, man, I wonder if it's called Babel because of the Babel fish. You know, what the Babel fish is. Have you heard of the Babel uh, fish? Babel fish. I've heard. Uh, You've probably I've heard, heard of it. before. Yeah. Yeah. So in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there's this, like, you know, something from another planet called a babblefish. It's like this little tiny fish. And you put it in your ear, and it just mm. lives in your ear. It's a tiny little fish. And what it does is it takes all of the, like, languages and translates them into your language. Just naturally? That's yeah, what like, the, that yeah, fish's deal is? Yeah, like eats it, like, eats the language and then poops out your language into so do your, you have to put him in your ear backwards yeah he's like mouth for he goes in mouth well that's no a good tail that's a, first yeah yeah Poop. tail first tail yeah. first that's um, nice well also babbling is just talking like a brook when you babble you know how brook talks <laughs> <laughs> but i love uh i've always loved the babble fish concepts because it's just this like organism that lives in your ear and like you never take it out it just lives in there it's just like some uh -huh. symbiotic thing and did you know mike that we have millions of things living in our body <laughs> in our ears <laughs> um <laughs> all right you want to do some history roads i would love to i would love nothing more than that great One. job with the ads again steve i'm Thank excited you. Me too, to man. learn language we will also break those up in the future Yes. So there's not such a huge chunk, but yeah. it's something that we're working on. Yeah, we're working on some like pre-roll ads and stuff like that. But, you know, we're moving into this new year and we're looking to take the podcast into, you know, higher realms. We're trying to elevate the show. Yeah. You guys have been really, really vocal about um, things that you'd like to see happen with the show or things that we've mentioned that you... Um, are excited about and we're just doing our best to like chug out the good stuff and and uh and also showcase you guys and hopefully get a new live show going soon yeah Dude. man all good ideas and there goes steve what if you just left you didn't even turn off any of your stuff you just... <laughs> Oh my sweet goodness. And he's back. All right. It's good to see Let's you. Let's get some history roads in here. History. History. 
Brooke Gar- Brooke Garecki? Talking Garecki. <laughs> Fucking goddamn Brooke Garecki up in here? God damn it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Says hello, BB 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 born boys. Apparently she's got a Beatles bungle. Okay. I don't know what that means. Apparently we were talking about the Rolling Stones the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We, <laughs> I mean, common mistake. Um, Brooke, Brooke Gorecki says, Hello, BBBBBB born boys. I'm writing in with two embarrassing and short Beatles bungles I have made. Okay, oh, good. Okay. It's not Thank our bungles. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Thank All goodness right. everything we said was factually <laughs> accurate. Um, she said, It is to be noted that I'm a 23 year old born gal who truly two, only. Three, listens to musical theater and one direction so please forgive me wow jesus hate it expand your horizons dude be different um a lot of good stuff out there number one in 2018 while in a car with my friends and my sister i saw a billboard on the side of the road that i thought said elton john I am dyslexic, so the odds of it saying that are slim. (laughs) I said, why would a beetle have a random billboard in Missouri? (laughs) Oh, no. A hush fell over the car, and my sister said, Brooke, name all the beetles. To which I responded, uh... Uh, Elton, Elton John, John. <laughs> Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and Bill. Bill and Bill Board. Good. My favorite comedian. Bill Board. <laughs> I have yet to live any of that down. Okay. And number two, because of the previous story, I decided to take a quick history road of my own down the Beatles wiki page. Okay. Watch a documentary I mean, though. Watch a documentary what a, because what a kid thing to do. I mean <laughs> let's see what these Beatles are all about. Let's go to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything easy is good. Yeah, and also like Wikipedia is so clinical. It's like you gotta get that nuance in there, baby. You gotta get a documentary going so you can hear the music and they see made those a Beatles boys. anthology for Christ's sake. Yeah, get the anthology going. Um, I quickly learned you don't have six days <laughs> to <laughs> dedicate to that. I quickly learned that two of the Beatles were dead. I had no clue. Oh my god. Um and not only that, but one of them was fucking assassinated. Upon reading this information, I ran upstairs and yelled at my family. A beetle was shot and no one told me. A beetle was stabbed too. Yeah. No one ever talks about that. Did they think you were talking about like that day? (laughs) Right. Like, Like, Paul, no, not Paul. Oh, thank God it's Ringo. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding, kidding. Poor Ringo. I'm kidding. We have fun with Ringo. No more. No more. Every one of your letters (laughs) in the trash basket, in the bin. 
in the bin. Anyways, I'm a big dumb idiot and know nothing about the Beatles. So thank you, boys, for reminding me that. Love the pod. And thank you so much. Number. If she, she put her phone number for us to roast her, but I think we did that already. <laughs> I did that enough. Alex. <laughs> Let's call her up to say sorry. <laughs> Alex. I'm just going to start saying their first names at this point, just to be perfect. Safe. <laughs> perfect uh, solution. New change. New change in the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Never the same. It's been. These are just called histories now. <laughs> Alex says, hey, bearded baby boys. And the subject is La Rote de l'Histoire. Oh, that's beautiful. What, what babble language did you choose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex from London. And as I write this to you, it's my birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Back in the back then. Taking us down. You believe in the power of a good I've been a fan of the podcast since the first episode <laughs> and you guys have been a part of my weekly routine ever since. One of the best decisions I've made for my entertainment Worst decision ever for my eardrums. <laughs> yes. Thank you and sorry. Let's get into this small history road, shall we? I had not listened to the Beatles much, but listening to the incredible renditions of History Road by other DB fans, you guys are so talented, absolutely got me into it. Listening to the Beatles brought out a memory from primary school, elementary to you guys, of a guy playing Imagine in the school assembly and me blissfully singing along passionately with my eyes closed. Then, <laughs> then <laughs> when I opened my eyes, oh, nice. <clears throat> you guessed it. Everyone was staring at me and giggling. Oh, yeah. it was a bit embarrassing, but hey, I survived to laugh at oh. myself. Open. Thank you for reading this. If you do, uh, and if you don't, I thank you for existing. This podcast has got me through dark times and topped up the good times. I hope you two and your loved ones are well during this strange period. And I hope the same for all the DB family. That's In the nice. words of Ringo, peace and love and no more fan mail. No more. It's going into the bin. <laughs> I'm going to shred it first and dance around. <laughs> Jared, Jared sends a history road saying Mike was my sleep paralysis, not clickbait, gone sexy. Okay, the sexy part is clickbait. I don't understand. Hello, gone just sexy. A, <laughs> just Mike a little, gone sexy. <laughs> just a little honk and a half baby back bitch boy here. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. All right. Hit it. It's been. With a history road. I have something called hypnagogic, hypno, hypnagogic, 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 hypnogogic. Is this all one word? <laughs> hypnagogic hallucinations, which are best described as sleep paralysis type hallucinations without the paralysis part. Holy shit. <laughs> 
they are usually just outlines or shadows of people slash animals, and I will fully interact with them while fully awake, believing it's real. It's not as scary as it sounds, as they usually... There he comes again. A little fart? Have they been farts the whole time? I'm trying, and I'm trying not to poop. <laughs> that's that's just really nice of you for the sake of the show. Thank you. That's really uh, what an adult I, move. It would be some hall, hall of Fame shit if it really happened. <laughs> uh, pun intended. Um, he says they're not scary as it sounds, and they usually have a friendly presence. Dude, this guy's motherfucking communicating with like beings. Different realm shit. Yeah, yeah. different her dimension. Yeah, yeah. This dude's partially in her dimension. <laughs> this guy's in I'll her I'll send you dimension. a postcard. <laughs> Last night, this friendly presence resembled none other than the beautiful Mike Falzone. That's fun and as, dangerous. <laughs> as much as a shady outline of him can. Mike, were you at this guy's house? Do I have my hair up or down? <laughs> I yeah, know. I was, was just like, at his house. <laughs> this is fake. This is part of your other thing. It says, Mike came out of my closet. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Very brave of him. And proceeded to chat with me with the Cecil voice and all. That is, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. And funny, <laughs> but <laughs> terrifying nonetheless. Cecil, are you there? You're going to have to... <laughs> You're going to have to kill Tom. Usually I can summon him with the Miller Genuine Draft music, but we'll see. I mean, maybe he's not around. You know, one time I was talking with Cecil on the toilet. It was a dream, but he made me believe I was really on the toilet. And when I woke up, there was a full turd in the bed. And I don't know if it was mine. I mean, I, I don't remember eating what I said. Hey, Cecil! What's up, man? Was it your turd? Were you talking about turds? Did you? Yes, I'm talking about the the you night that, that you. Remember that one time? <laughs> yes. Well, I what? made you drop a fat turd. Oh God! It was all right. I laughed about that for weeks. You son of a bitch! You shouldn't feel good about that. What do you need, Steve? I was jacking off. <laughs> really quick, I got two questions for you, Cecil. Yeah. Number one. Have you seen Let Him Go yet? Let Him Go. That was the one with the frozen girl. With no, Disney. no. That's okay. Did you uh, visit this Jared guy? Jared, yeah. Oh, you did? Tell you about that? Yeah, yeah he, sa I've, he I've said that you chatted with him, uh, and then you had a brief conversation in which he judged my diet and said I need to call my mommy. Yeah, well, what happened was I looked in his kitchen, Steve. Yeah. And I opened up his pantry, Steve. Yeah. And it was just gallons of Minute Maid lemonade. Oh, man. Not a Miller Genuine draft in no. house. No. What a dick. It's a dry house. How could he so not I have... said, why don't you call your mommy? <laughs> Tell him he gets a Miller Genuine draft. All right. Now, stop plugging your sponsorship on this show dude it's viral marketing steve I yeah i know it's not that's not how viral marketing works i'll break right the fuck in this isn't gonna <laughs> all right anyway thank you cecil i appreciate you coming by cecil out
Go ahead and follow me on my hinge. That's it. No, no, no. You don't get it. You don't get to plug anything. You already did your Miller Jr. draft. Anyway, you said you said that you judged his diet and said you need to call my mommy. And he said I was laughing like a maniac and woke up my roommate, who will now probably check me into a psych ward. Anyways, thanks for making me giggle and being a part of this waking nightmare on a condition. Dude, I need to look up hypnagogic hallucinations. Did I ever tell you about that one? I saw my mom once. I was sleeping. I think it was before I moved out here. I was probably like 26-ish, 27. And I was sleeping at my parents' house in my old childhood room. And my mom was like in my doorway. Whoa. Right? So much so that I was like, mom, what are you doing? Cause she looked weird. She just staring at me like this. Yeah. Like what are you and doing? And then she like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you doing, mom? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. There? I was like, what are you, why are you standing there? She was like in a nightgown and gowned gown, <laughs> no D. And then she looked at me like she opened her mouth to like scream. Right. And then she tilted her head like this. And then she shot up through the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> that's a hundred percent true story though i realized the connection at the end we all have fun with connections that really really happened that was the only time something like that that i can remember like any kind of sleep paralysis thing happened it was terrifying that's terrifying dude yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. did you tell did you tell your mom and the dream represents change (laughs) did you (laughs) tell my teeth fell out did you talk to her I did tell my mom. She was just like, what the hell? What is that? Oh, I'm so glad that that's what she said, because, you know, I've heard stories of people like waking up in the middle of the night and seeing their mom or dad. And then like they go, what the fuck? And then the next day they find out that they died. You ever heard of that? They talk to them. No, <laughs> not talk to they them. Died unless they, they just talk to them. They just like showed up. And then, cause I, you know, on Reddit, I love browsing Reddit, dude. It's so You fun. love Reddit. I love Reddit. I'll tell Alexis Ohemanyan, you, you said Please, <laughs> please, please do. Um, but dude, the, uh, there's a subreddit or there was some ask Reddit or something where someone was like, was, what's the most like freaky thing that ever happened to you? R slash freaky. And there's a lot of answers, but so many of them were about, seeing a loved one who died like at the time that they actually died and then the next day finding out that they died around the time that they like saw them in their room that's crazy like a lot dude like to the point where so many people like were like yep that same exact thing happened to my mom or that same thing happened to my to me my grandpa whatever it's like such a connective tissue between like people who might experience some supernatural phenomena, but I'm so glad that your story is not like that. Um, Dude, that's why I was never like, we were bored Connecticut kids. So we used to drive around like cemeteries and shit and look for orbs and take digital pictures and like all that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone (laughs) did. Of course. And then I, I fell out of whatever caring about that at all, but I would never as an adult, if another adult is like, yeah, I believe in ghosts and I see spirits all around us. I'll usually be like, we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to, but I'll never be like, no, fuck you. That's nothing. You know, there's something, you know, the older I get, the more I realize that there's just so much shit 
that has happened to people that is actually unexplainable. And it's like science can't describe it. And like aliens are basically real and ghosts are probably real or spirits of some kind are probably when you die, you turn into an alien. (laughs) The only way you get into heaven is a flying saucer. (laughs) All right, Mike, how about Jesus throws you like a Frisbee in a flying saucer to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, buddy. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, Good one. Coming in. (laughs) Coming in hot. Um, we got a we got a special one here for our last history road, Mike. I think you're gonna really enjoy this. Okay. It's a be nice or not be nice. Oh, awesome! <clears throat> yeah, let me That's find my let me find my uh, my music that I that I used to play when this segment would happen. <laughs> so we'll remind people my favorite music, the game show music. Uh, we'll remind people. Usually, what happens is someone will send us in a situation wherein. They are unsure of whether or not to be nice or not be nice. Or they'll usually tell us, here was the situation. I chose to be nice or to not be nice. Right. Steve then, as one of my best friends in the world who knows me inside and out, needs to say, Mike would be nice or not nice in this situation. That's correct. If he, if I agree with his analysis, everybody wins. Correct. Great and I used summation. to send people stickers. Did they give you your address or anything like that <laughs> yeah actually i think there is uh no there isn't <laughs> okay well you're but there is a phone number <laughs> there's a fo- there's a phone number in here but that doesn't help we should us. call them <laughs> call Ter- them and tell them they won Teresa sh- Teresa says sorry Teresa said <laughs> hi boys it's Teresa emailing you again from oka talks oko tokes Okotoks. Al- A-B? What's A-B? Alabama? Alberta, Canada. You know, your good pal who peed in the garbage can after having a nightmare about E.T. And the same girl who reached out recently after the tragic deaths of two of my friends. Holy shit. I okay. mean, where, was I here for that? <laughs> I think I remember this person. Once again, I just want to reach out and say a really big thank you. You boys have no idea what you do for me. What's going on? I'm, I'm at 12% battery. Uh-oh. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, shit. This episode's brought to you by Cliff. Clifford Big Dob. And drink about night. Fuck, I I mean take a bath. Oh who's got condoms? Everything's gonna be okay. Excuse you. <clears throat> you boys have no idea what you do for me. You give me something to look forward to, even in the bleakest of weeks. As I've said before, I work as a mental health professional for young kids and am battling my own autoimmune disease. COVID has sucked, but that's common knowledge. We're sending good vibes to you, my girl. Teresa, be well, my friend. She says... Did I miss the whole story? No, no, no. (laughs) She just says... She says that she works uh, as a mental health professional with young kids and she's battling with her own autoimmune disease. And I want to give her love. Oh, shit. Um... 
Sorry, Teresa. <laughs> she says, water. I have one of your original print dynamic banter shirts that I wear probably three times a week and love with all my heart. Much love nice. to you, Teresa. I'm emailing you today as I want to clear something important up for you. E.T. is terrifying. <laughs> Not the movie okay. itself, but E.T. freaky. When I was terrestrial. When I was young, I had a reoccurring nightmare that began the night I peed in the garbage can. I do not remember that. <clears throat> that someone knocked on the back door of my parents' house when I lifted the blinds. It was E.T. It was not a dream. It was a nightmare. That's my favorite song from Les Mis. It traumatized me. As always, thanks for bringing me so much joy. <laughs> Where's the be nice or not be nice? <laughs> what is this? Are we being trolled? We put on music. Yeah, we did the whole thing for you, Teresa. So wait, She's, wait. She said, well, so she it's not was... done. It's not done, but we'll see. Yeah. I doubt. I doubt there is one because it's almost over. <laughs> Would you have been nice if ET showed up at your house? <laughs> Would you be nice or not be nice if E.T. was looking through your window at you? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> she says, thanks for bringing me so much joy. Thanks for spreading the love. It's important these times for people to have a safe space, and you guys are that for a lot of people. Thanks for being awesome. Also putting it out there, my 23rd birthday is February 21st, and since this year has been such a shithole, I would love a phone call from my two favorite boys, and there's a phone number in there. Should we call her and yell at her for for tricking us <laughs> yes right, yes let's do it. that's the end of the email that's the end i think maybe what she meant was what you said before be nice or not be nice if yeah. et snuck up on you at your house maybe but it doesn't even it's not even presented that way so i wonder if she's yeah. just being like i just wanted to be nice but then add not be nice as like a connect i don't fucking know who knows? Let's just call this woman and find out what's going on. Sometimes people try to sneak just as many references into the subject line of their email yeah. as humanly possible. Right. And that's something that we need to be aware of going forward, I think, because that music is special and it shouldn't be played for. Yeah, we don't we don't <laughs> any fuck old around. Subject line. We're not here. We're not fucking around here. This isn't I'm a trying fuck to figure around. out whether or not to be nice. This this show is not a fuck around. This show is not a silly time. This show is, it's like you're in court. You right. should you should be respectful. You should dress up to listen to this fucking <laughs> <laughs> <So good> show. <laughs> Teresa. I like that the music is still playing. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is this Teresa? It is, yeah. I'm calling about your phone bill. It's like crazy. A lot of money out, a lot of calls to. <laughs> you gotta know that's gonna happen. <laughs> Shit. Well, I'm gonna need your social security number for your phone bill. It's a lot of money. Well, she's definitely not gonna pick up this. Thing. I mean, she had the, she had the right. She did. She, she did the, what she said. Her instinct was correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, all right. Well, Teresa, I've, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I um, made you believe that. 
All right. She's on her, her T-Mobile app right now. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jessica calling Canada from my phone again? Um, Should we try one more time? I mean, you could try. She's not going to pick up. All right, let's try one more time, and then we'll leave a message. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, after all that. <laughs> he hits her with the phone bill. I thought we'd have some fun for a second. Who's gonna stay on the? Who's gonna have that conversation? Hello, is this Hello? Teresa? Teresa, I'm sorry. This is Steve Zaragoza from Dynamic Banter. Oh hi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> if I made you think it was a prank call or something. I. That's exactly what I thought it was. Well, I'm glad you answered again. <laughs> my plan was to leave you a message or something and apologize. Oh but, my goodness. Well. No, I, <laughs> well, Mike is here as well. Um, he, if he's, oh my gosh. we'll communicate. Mike will communicate through me because it's hard to make the phone call thing happen here. But we just read your history road on the show, and yeah. we wanted to yell at you about tricking us into a be nice or not be nice situation. I, okay, I sent it and I didn't realize that that was the thing. <laughs> so it tricked me too. I that proofreading is so important. Mike says that proofreading is very important. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Teresa, what do you have a nice or not be nice or? Well, I mean, I do. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to just try it right Is now? It a secret? Is sure. it a secret? Um. Yeah. No, it's fine. If I if we put you so, on the spot, it's and then you could just email us the the. Uh, no, the... no, I can put. That's fine. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I do have one. Okay. So. I was buying some with COVID, you know, I'm not going to get up. I'm being safe because I have an autoimmune disease. So I have to be, and then right. it's also COVID and it's real. So right. I bought something on like a Facebook marketplace ad. Nice. And so I, met, yeah, bro. Or I like, texted the woman. I said, I'll meet you like out front of my building. I live in a condo. Okay. And <laughs> she Dangerous. was like, okay, no problem. I will put it outside my door. Like you can just pick it up from outside my vehicle. Oh. And I get out there and she unrolls her window and literally throws it at me and goes, asking <laughs> things crazy. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, like hard? Yeah, like threw it at me. Like it was in a grocery bag, but she like chucked it at me. What was <laughs> it? What was it, Mike wants to know? Uh, bath bombs. Bath bombs. So she wanted. Yeah. So she did. She, so she wanted to break them and throw, <laughs> she wanted them to break. Apparently, yeah. Did it was she, not very nice. Was did she apologize? Um, no. She said, "I don't understand this whole masking thing," and I said, "Okay, have a good day." But all that was going on in my head is, what would I do if I Wait. actually chose to not be nice? Was she an older woman? She was probably, like, mid-40s. Was she being, like, was she being shitty about you wearing a mask? I think she was, and I think she was huffy about COVID not being a real thing in her opinion. Oh, so. oh damn. Mike has his answer. Does anyone want to okay. guess? Does, you do? guys should both guess. Well, I'd like to guess... <laughs> It's kind of it's I mean it's kind of an easy one but it's been a while and I and have I have my be nice or not be nice and I, I have know. exactly what I would have said. Mike says he has his be nice or not be nice and he knows what he okay. would say. Oh, I God, I think so. I think Mike <laughs> can I tell you? 
<laughs> I think what Mike would do is he would throw it back at her and say, <laughs> give me, give me my money back. Oh my God. Yeah. I, he transferred her though. So it was a trap. It wasn't a good situation to be put in. I just want to throw it at her car. <laughs> oh my God. Don't throw shit at me. Was it aggressive? Was it an aggressive throw? I don't think she was trying it, like making it seem to be, but it was. Okay, so so like, okay, so so benefit of the doubt. Yeah, she exactly. she she was probably being careful. Did you tell her that you're that you're having autoimmune disease and you're trying to be careful? Yes, I did actually. Okay, so maybe she was like maybe she wanted to. That, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe yeah. she was like trying to be overly careful, but didn't know what to do and just threw it at it, you. Germs yeah, can be thrown though, Doctor Fauci said. The What'd you say? Oh shit! Mike says the that COVID can be thrown. Apparently, oh, you can oh, throw no. COVID at people. Well, shoot! <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's I okay. Good. So I think I think Mike would throw it back. <laughs> yeah. What what do you think Mike would do? Uh, I think probably throw it through the window. Throw it through the window right back at her. All yeah. right, Mike, what's your answer? Throwing it and throwing it through the window are both hilarious. Not exactly <laughs> what I I thought, uh-huh. but I think I would have picked it up and her line was I don't get it with this whole mask. She said thing. I don't get the whole mask thing. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. I would Those have picked it up and said mouth. What? Those were the words out of her mouth. She said. Okay. I would have yeah. said. I, I would have picked it up and said, "I don't get this whole throwing shit thing." And then I would have <laughs> given her like a right back at her car and would have hit the door. She would have driven off, and I would have gone home and taken a bath. But out of spite, I would have put all the bath bombs in the thing at once. <laughs> this is me now. Mike now said I'm he would have put all the bath. He said he would say, I don't understand this whole throwing shit at people thing. And then he said that he would use them all in the bath at once. Oh. <laughs> so I think that's a not be nice. That's a not be nice. That's a not be nice. That's yeah. a not be nice. So that's a winner. Yeah. Teresa, guess what? Yeah. You what? win something. Y- Yay. I don't know what that's it awesome. is, but if you... No, s- that's exciting. Well, if you send us your address... In okay. the in the dynamic banter email account, tell her to DM yeah. me. Oh, Mike says DM address. him your address on Instagram. Okay, on Instagram, I can do that. and I'll okay. send her a sticker. And, and then says, if she doesn't do that, her reward was this conversation. He says that he's going to send you a sticker, but if you don't do that, your reward is we called you on the phone and prank called you. <laughs> oh, that's I'm so happy. Just kidding. This is the phone company, and you owe a lot of money. <laughs> um. All right, well, guys. <laughs> the whole time. It was the phone company. The whole time. You don't hang up on the phone company. <laughs> we troll you right back. Mr. Mobile was my father. <laughs> Please call me T. All right. Mike, what a show. Yes. I'm glad we got to end it time. with some sort of a history or some sort of a be nice or not be nice. Yeah. I had <laughs> a great time. Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you to all of our sponsors. I know that there was a lot of them this week. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the sponsors because they do help not only keep our lives going, but keep the show going. And we're very thankful to HeadGum for hooking us up and the sponsors for taking a chance on this ridiculous lunatic 
trash bucket of a show. You should be excited time. when there's more sponsors for us because yeah. <laughs> we do provide very many, 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 many hours of laughs and guffaws and fart sounds. <laughs> and I will do a whole episode in Spanish eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Right. All right. That well, 15 minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. If you want to send in your history roads, the email address is dynamicbanter at gmail.com. Um, what else? Let's see. Mike in the morning. You got Mike in the morning. Yeah, Uh-oh. we just had an episode come out this Uh-oh. Tuesday. So the next what? What happened? Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> had an episode come out on Tuesday. Special guest uh, Neil Ghosh and Candice Carrizales. Ooh. And uh, they were both very funny and they're very talented friends. And so the next Mike in the Morning will come out on the 23rd or whatever it is in two nice, weeks. Nice, nice. And uh, that's it. Ooh, got- also, Mike and I are going to make an appear- our first ever appearance together on a different podcast. Yes. As Dynamic Banter. And um, ghost stories or something. Yeah, it's the first time we're ever going to do it. We're doing Let's Get Haunted, which is a great show. Um, but we just want to tease that. It's a, it's a little ways off. And the girls do all their own stuff. And so, um, you know, with much respect to them and their show that they got going on. But it's really fun and really cool. And I can't wait for Mike to experience the show. Um, it's going to be really great. But I'm very, very excited. Shout out to Let's Get Haunted and the girls. Follow them on Twitter if you want to be notified when that episode goes up. Otherwise, we'll tell you guys about it. But, well, yeah, we're very excited. Um, one, one more thing is... Um, Every Wednesday, <laughs> the Valley Folk is doing Jackbox games. We have a new show called Jackbox and Chill. And Mike, we'd love to have you on at some point if you got the time. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh oh. I can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you at all. <laughs> yep, still can't. But guys, thank you so There he goes. Thank yeah, you so I'll come much. On to the, I'll come wonderful, on. <laughs> wonderful. We'll play some games. We'll have a good time. It'll be great. Um, but anyway, yeah, every Tuesday at, or every Wednesday at 2 PM Pacific time on twitch.tv slash the Valley folk, we're doing a new Jackbox show where you guys can play with us and stuff and play with Mike probably at some point. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to have a fun night or not? (laughs) You got a Valentine's. You know what I'm doing for Valentine's, Mike. <laughs> Putting that, put that picture on one of those shitty Valentines. <laughs> Will you be mine? <laughs> Will you be mine or no? <laughs> you got anybody want to? Anybody want to watch? Let him go and drink an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>